in a condensed form. It's, I mean, but it's an hour and maybe ten minute prophecy. But it is packed. It's jam full. It talks about uh, China. It talks about Russia. It talks about Iran. Talks about uh, so many different things. Uh, you know, and and not only that, not only that, but current events as well. You know, um, what's happening right now? You've got to get over there, and you've got to listen to that. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. Um, I'm going to get that out there to you. Two parts. Antoinette, Ursula says, get it in two parts. Get it in two parts. Praise you, Jesus. Yeah, maybe maybe so. Ursula, the last time I prophesied for, for an hour, it was a little less. It took me about four parts to get it out. Four parts. But I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to re-air these and, uh, and because they, you know, it uh, needs to be needs to be gotten out there. Well, Sister Cardinal's in the background, so I am going to shift from what I'm doing, and we're going to see how how her audio is, and we're going to see if she can come on and continue on. But guys, I started into that prophecy. You've got to get over there. You've got to hear that. I'm going to. We're going to shift now. Amen. And we're going to see if Sister Cargill can come back in with us. Let's check and see. If not, we'll just keep going with the prophecy, but let's look. Amen. I had to go get my oil. What's that? I had to go get my oil. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you now. You're doing good. Uh, John said, what day did you last prophesy? John, this was on 823. Scriptures. And after me and Brittany talked, I said they look up them scriptures. 
I was in this room full of ladies, and each one was getting an envelope. The first lady got an envelope, and it was to see her mom and daddy. And she was crying. And I said, well, what's in these envelopes, and what is so special about her getting to see her mom and daddy? Just listen, you're getting the desires of your heart. I said, oh, what's in my envelope? <laughs> it looked like airplane tickets on my envelope. And she handed it to me. And I opened it up, and it was an invitation from Jesus to marry him. I'm like, whoa, whoa. I, I mean, I got down and started crying like a baby. I said, he really does love me. But then I got dressed to go meet him. Then I had to stop. I said, wait a minute. My desire was to marry him. Let me tell you why that was my desire. My husband told me, he, he would tease me. When I die, you're going to get married again. I said, no, unless I marry Jesus. <laughs> so that was my desire. So when I got dressed and I was going to meet him, the lady stopped me. You can't go in there yet. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why can't I go in there? you got unforgiveness in your heart. You've been lying. I what do you mean I've been lying. Well, you've been stretching the truth. What do you mean I've been stretching the truth, Lord? I mean, to the lady. She said, you can't tell half the truth. That's not right. So I had to ask for forgiveness. I had to repent on the spot. That's the word that comes in. He's looking for a bride spotless. I mean, yes, I would I would withhold things from my kids to keep from hurting them. Or I would, uh, I would try to sign a paper that was not true. You know, so I didn't like to sign my husband's name to start off with until he gave me permission. Oh, you, you got my permission. You got my permission. And I never did go in my mama's pocketbook, nothing like that. But uh, it was just amazing that the Lord was showing us and showing me in that dream. We've got to, we've got to, I mean, I know the Ten Commandments are in the Old Testament, but we still got to obey. Thou shalt not lie. That don't mean half the truth. That doesn't mean, well, I, I, I'm speaking this into existence. Well, if you can speak things into existence, but don't put it down that you're so-and-so. Lord Jesus, do you want me really to say that? Mm. So people may get mad at me, but I gotta just say what the Lord said. If you're not truly who you say you are, don't write it down. If you're not legally married to somebody, don't write it down. If you're not legally an uh, evangelist, don't write it down. If you're not legally a, uh, if you're not called by God to be an evangelist or be a, a pope, why did I say pope? Pastor, don't write it down. I didn't know I was going to go there. But anyway, I was going to show Thank you, Jesus. We got to speak the truth in Jesus' my name. But the Lord told me, go ahead and share my testimony about uh, coming out of poverty. And Randy will keep reminding me. Mama, okay. we're not living in poverty. Okay, so Sister Carver, this uh, before you go on to the next phase and talk about this, let's yes. let's break this uh, dream down a little bit. Yes, let's do. Uh, just a little bit more, so that people.
Now, uh, the setting of this dream that the Lord gave you, uh, you said it was in a room with a bunch of other ladies. Yes. And, uh, and, and they were, and each were getting envelopes. And you discerned, and, uh, maybe you discerned this in, within the dream itself, but, but you, uh, discerned that these envelopes represented the desires of our heart yes the desires of our heart and uh and and you know of course uh you know you, you just related that 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 one particular woman uh you know she her desire was uh was there and, and you illustrated uh, what that was and, and she was uh, she was getting to she hadn't seen her mom and dad. I mean, she had never seen her mom and dad. Yeah. And really, she was adopted or something. Yeah. So she was she was adopted or something, and she had never seen her mom and dad. She and, and one of the desires of her heart is that uh, that she was going to get to see them. You know. So so uh, you know the the Lord is is uh, that was sort of like an answer to prayer. Yeah. You know, and and, uh, and the desires of our heart. You know, uh, but then when it when it got to you, you know, you said uh, you said you saw in this dream, and this was something you could relate to because you and your husband used to talk about this. He said you your husband said you're going to get another man. You said, oh no, I, I'm going to be married to Jesus. So uh, and, and you know, and of course, you know, of course, uh, you know, literally, you know, we can't marry Jesus literally, or, no. or uh, uh, you know. Literally, in, in, in uh, you know, in, in, in that sense, because if you went down to the courthouse and said you wanted to marry Jesus, they'd put you in the loony bin. You know what I'm saying? They would put you in the, in the uh, you know, they'd put you in the loony bin for something like that. Because, uh, but that's not, that's, you know, that is not what you, you're saying. You know, no. that's not what you're meaning. Uh, and i got a scripture. I have a scripture here yeah. from Ephesians, and it says this. Uh, the Bible tells us this, and I'm going to read this. This is an this is an, an a uh, analogy of the family and the church. In verse 21, it says, "Submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God." Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as unto the Lord. For the husbands, the head of the wife, even as Christ, even as Christ is the head. Okay. Yes. Wife. Uh, he's the head of the wife. The husband is the head of the wife, right? So mm -hmm. he, he, this is what he's saying here. And you're talking about married to Jesus, you know. And marriage is a covenant. Marriage is a is a relationship. Marriage is a a legal and binding contract. Now, of course, we're not talking about a legal binding contract here on this earth. So this this marriage to Jesus, you know, uh, you know, of course, in the scripture, it's symbolic. You know, uh, the Lord is coming back for who? A bride, and that bride is what? That bride is spotless. Spotless. That bride is spotless. Oh, that's why he would. Oh, amen. He was showing me that in the yeah. dream. See, we're we're digging around into this dream a little bit, and as we dig around into this dream, yeah, this dream, Deborah, is prophetic. This dream has, and what the Lord is showing you, Deborah, is 
the importance of speaking your dream, the important and, and how the dream the Lord prophesied. Uh, it's he's been he's been speaking that if we would if we would speak our dreams, if we would um, declare these dreams and these visions, that the Spirit of God would open up more. Say, Deborah, this is material for your book. This is yeah. this is material. Because, you know, this is prophetic. And Oh, yeah. See, the Lord told you that he was you were going to dream dreams, and some of these dreams would be even pertaining to to the government. It would be pertaining to uh, it pertaining to the nation, you know, and it would be pertaining to, to you know, to the to the uh, to the to the government, to the nation. But look, this is the this is pertaining to the church government. Yes. You know, because, yes. you know, there is a head here. There is an official order. You know, oh, there, there is a head here. You know, there is a department head here. There is a governmental authority, an authority, an, an authority and a structure and a scriptural figurehead here. And this head is who you, you in this dream, uh, you know, God speaking to you personally in this dream. But also this represents the bride. This represents the bride of Christ. So this dream has more than it has more than one dimension. You know, it's not only uh, not only a personal revelation, but it, it, it also has connotation towards uh, 